very few people were raised in an idyllic situation, which is, you know, you're a child, your parents care about you, they're interested in you, but most people don't have that. Instead of that, they have self-doubt. Why did I not receive that? You really gotta come from maybe an actor standpoint to get the passion out, to let them believe how much you believe in the product and what you're able to do from it. This is what we need more than anything in the world on the planet right now, are people who care, Well, hey, it's showtime. We're gonna skip. We're gonna skip the thirty-second part of the intro, but we're gonna get right to it. You know, in the sales world, we we kind of have to look at ourselves like actors to an extent because whenever I used to get out of the car for a meeting, I used to look at myself in the window and say, "It's showtime," because it's time to perform. You're in a sales meeting. You're an actor to an extent, right? You're 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 maybe blog normal everyday self. Isn't that exciting? That's not going to maybe come across as well or as passionate to the prospect. So you got to amp it up a little bit, just like we do for the show. So we figured we'd bring on a coach on uh, an artist here and teach you a little acting. Our guest today is Jocelyn Jones, number one best-selling author of Artist Awaking the Spirit Within. And we're going to talk to you a little bit about acting, training actors, what, how you can apply it in the business world and the sales world for the art of business. That being said, let's welcome our guest, Jocelyn. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. It's good to be here. Excellent. Thanks for joining us. Um, talk to me a little bit how you got into this world of acting and teaching acting and maybe how it applies to the world of business or what you've seen because you've been around for some time now and you've been in the business world and how that applies both to the audience here. Okay. Uh, well, you know, I was raised uh, in an artist community on the Hudson River, in the Hudson River Valley, and I was raised around extraordinary artists, painters, choreographers, people at the very top of their field. My father was an actor, so there were also writers and directors and uh you know, all kinds of people at the dinner table. And from a very young age, I was very interested in, you know, what made them tick, what made a painter tick, what, why did he make that painting? Um, you know, I'd go to the theater to see my dad from the time I was maybe four years old. And to me, it looked like a big dollhouse, you know, and, and these grown-ups were playing in a dollhouse. Uh, and I thought, wow, that that's a job possibility. That looks like fun. Um, so I studied these artists for for many, many years, and I was interested in what made them happy when they were happy and what made, you know, they were depressed as well at times. And I discovered that when they were working and they had a project, they were over the moon and they were lit from within and they could were very um inspirational in talking about what was moving them. And when they were out of a job or in between projects, they crashed and burned. So the inspiration was within the making of the art. And so uh, I tried hard not to become an actor because my dad was an actor. I thought one of those in the family was kind of enough. 
And uh, but I fell into it and people hired me. And so then you end up doing it because, you know, it's in your life. It's coming in. And I enjoyed it. Uh, But I, I, you know, I love puzzles as a kid. And so my head works that way. I like puzzle pieces. And that makes a teacher that makes a coach, you know, who is this person? What is the problem that they want to solve? And how can I be helpful with this? You know, after many years, I had a lot of technique to offer in coaching. And you've been around a lot of these special people, right? Actors and actresses or what have you. And is it something that they have that's special as you sat around this dinner table? What is it in them that you saw that sets them apart or, you know, draws people in that an effective salesperson has to have, whether they're doing public speaking whether they're doing, you know, one-on-one, a one-on-four meeting, what what is it that they're doing maybe differently or that you saw or some of the traits that could converse over into a sales environment, a business environment? Yeah, I will. That's very easy to answer because the answer is belief. They believe in their product and they believe in themselves. You know, a confident actor is going to be a successful actor and the more confident they are, the more successful they are because that confidence is um, infectious. Um, So, you know, I've known people with huge amounts of money who were very unhappy and I've known people with a lot less money. I mean, you know, when my dad was, was working, we went to the best restaurants and we, you know, went to the theater and we really lived high. And when he wasn't working, we had Campbell's soup and, and uh, we did pretty well. We were happy, you know, because happiness doesn't really come from, you know, money so much or even success so much. You have people who are very successful, but when they believe in their product and they believe that they're contributing to better someone's life or better humanity with their product, then they have a purpose and then they feel, you know, they're magnetic people are yeah, like the passion I, this passion starts to come out i mean i think you know in our world in a health insurance sales world we we've had these fully insured carriers that are very boring and every year it's the same story over and over so we as an advisor is always looking for something that actually can move the needle actually can help the client hence the world of self-funding show sponsor virtue health check us out virtualalliance.com but the self-funding world, you know, when you talk about product, being passionate about your product, when you know the product, you believe in it, I guess mm-hmm. is what you're saying is, you know, it can move the needle. And, you know, we pitch in and go pitch in savings, but you really got to come from maybe an actor standpoint to get the passion out, to let them believe how much you believe in the product and what you're able to do from it. Would you agree? Well, uh, yes, here's the thing about acting, you know, we have all levels of actors, you know, you have actors who are working at the top of their careers, you have actors somewhere in the middle, and you have actors who are very unhappy because they're not working. What makes a successful actor? So if you're going to, let's do A to A on insurance, and you know, are they acting? You're not acting, it's not about turning uh, insurance salespeople into actors, because you can't act authenticity. You know, you're either authentic and you hear a word that's terribly important. You care. 
You're a human being. This is what we need more than anything in the world on the planet right now are people who care and are human beings and are kind. And if someone uh, believes that you care about them and you care about their health needs, uh, they're going to be attracted to you because that's human and we will connect in a human sort of a way. So, uh, you know, I've been teaching actors for 30 years. The actor, some of the actors I've taught for, you know, 20 years have been students or in and out of my class and creating their careers. And they will tell you that uh, a cornerstone to my teaching is I don't not only want to make you a better actor, I want to make you a better human being. Because actors are opinion leaders. Everybody looks to them and listens to them. So I want them to set an example of what it is to care, to deliver a product that really helps people and really helps humanity. If we all do that, we can lift up the world a little bit more. And is that a way through expression, through words? How are we conveying that across to our to our prospect or client when we're trying to show them our product and we know all the benefits it does, right? We, we're in the world where we know the outcome of the product. We know how it's going to affect employees. We know um, how much it's going to help the company that helps employees overall, but we're against the position of fighting change, right? Fighting the status quo of the way things are done and people are scared of change. Right. Mm -hmm. Even though it's better for them, even if they see it on paper, it's better for them. Mm -hmm. They have to be, you know, that's why I think salesmen exist or else people would never get out of their own ways. People would never take action on anything if it wasn't for salespeople. And so how do we maybe convey that in a message that is different from the typical business talk, maybe through this type of speech that you're talking about here? Well, you know, it's not so much done in words. It's done with heart. You know, when you come from your heart, and this is kind of a, you know, I live in a more spiritual realm, but this, I love that we're having this conversation today because, you know, art exists in everyone. You know, your, your life, your life is your first masterpiece. So, you know, the decisions that you make in a moment to moment, day to day basis uh, are what make you who you are. And so really to be a success, you, you have to come from your heart. People know it. They just know that person is authentic and they care and they're coming from their heart. They're open to me. And to come, if you have not located that in yourself, you know, five minutes of a breathing meditation, we have a lot of exercises in the book that will, you breathe into your heart and you connect to your authentic self. And it's pretty spectacular what kind of changes occur. So, you know? so tell, me, tell me a little about some of those things in the book that maybe the meditations or other strategies for, for people maybe to, uh, awaken the spirit within what are some of the strategies that you utilize i mean I, I even remember and this may not pertain to you but i remember sales coaching talking about firing off an anchor before going into meeting putting yourself you know your mind in a certain place every time mm -hmm. you enter into a meeting mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i understand um you know i i i thought i'd read something here from the book that that will connect these two things with a little bridge I'm writing in here, in my 30 years of teaching, my intention has always been to offer techniques that will help actors, 
put anything in there other than actors that you want, connect to and flush out their best ideas. I encourage them in ongoing conversations about the following, the benefits of a positive attitude, comporting themselves as professional, uh, imaginative administration, commitment to finishing the job, the benefits of daily rituals, the nature of inspiration and the inspiration of nature. I also talk to actors about the importance of intention in their work and that class begins and ends with intending to become the best human being you can be. So these may seem like odd parallels to sales, but they're not really. Uh, this applies to any business uh, that, you know, I was saying earlier that I just watched this uh, documentary on Bill Gates, who's maybe the most successful businessman ever to have lived and was way before his time and had a product that people did not understand. But he did. And he believed in it. And he believed it would make a better world. And through that, he found his way to communicate. Uh, and he was authentic. He, he, you know, he's an, an odd bird and he didn't mind being an odd bird. He didn't change that in any way. He didn't rise to some kind of platitude or conversation that he read uh, somewhere that this is how to be a success. He went through it his own way. He did it his own way through his own heart, through his own instincts. So I'm always talking to actors about instincts. And one of the things you were talking about, which I loved is you said, you know, before you go to a speech or before you do some public speaking, you take yourself to a certain place. You know, actors do that as well. But that place that you take to yourself to that preparation is more about confidence. It's more about believing in the instincts, the spirit within that is going to carry you forward in your talk because you believe in what you're talking about. Does that, does that make sense? Does that answer your question? Yeah, I think, you know, you've, like I said earlier, people got bored of selling certain things and know there's no answer to it. And they got tired of going to their clients every year with a solution or a product that is not the solution to the problems out there. And so a lot of what we do is bringing those solutions. Obviously we believe in them. We have the, the, the uh, track record of, of doing it. And it's got, it really has to come out in the meeting because you're asking for a lot of change in the prospect. Talk to me for a second um, about dealing with maybe self doubt. Okay. And, and, and overcoming that, you know, recommendations to business owners who, you know, are in a state of self doubt, maybe with what they're doing. Cause we're, you know, we're in a roller coaster ride at times. And yeah, how many times has it come up where, all right, this isn't working. I don't know what I'm doing, this product, nobody's ever going to buy it or what have you. Yeah, it's a great question. And it's a great way to marry these two subjects that we're both, you're passionate about mine, I'm passionate about mine, you're passionate about yours. Um, you know, uh, it, it's, I was, what were you saying? What, what was the gist of this question self, again? Self-doubt. Oh, self-doubt, self-doubt. How could I forget? Self-doubt, everybody deals with self-doubt. Actors particularly deal with self-doubt. Self-doubt is a perfect example of why we need to get in touch with ourselves. Because 
let's face it, you know, the world is a little crazy right now. And very few people were raised in an idyllic situation, which is, you know, you're a child, your parents care about you, they're interested in you, they talk to you, they love you, they support you. When I'm teaching, I've been teaching for 30 years, I can tell you within 60 seconds whether someone was raised, you know, wholly, as I say, you know, whether they were raised because they have a certain confidence about them because they had that support from the beginning. But most people don't have that. So they have, instead of that, they have self-doubt. Why did I not receive that? I mean, it is a little psychological, but it's true. You know, a, a, a baby, I have a new grandbaby, and a baby is meant, the whole universe is meant to revolve around the baby. And if the parents are checked out or abusive in any way or not interested um, there's, there's going to be a trauma there and that's going to later produce self-doubt. So part of how to deal with self-doubt is you have to parent yourself. You have to be kind to yourself. You have to make these connections with yourself and believe in yourself and believe that you can move the needle in your own life and in your own happiness. Um, meditation is, is such a powerful, powerful thing, even five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, um, because it creates a space. When you meditate, one of my meditations is breathe into your heart. Sometimes I'll say, and, but I always talk about breathing into your heart. If you just take a moment and breathe into your heart, the world kind of opens up in that moment and you create a space and you enter present time. We are almost never in present time. A good speaker is in present time. They're talking to you. They care about you. They're reading your responses. They're seeing how effective they see where they're landing. They answer questions when they see, oh, that's not quite landing over there. Somebody has a confusion. They can pick it up and they can answer that. But in order to have that kind of intuitive, we're talking about intuition, uh, you have to practice. You have to what practice. Was, what was the word you said? They're in what exactly? The present time. They're in present, present time. time. We're very, you know, here's something. We're, distracted. We're a distracted world right now with technology. So distracted. I mean, it's, it's very, very difficult. You watch people in meetings, and that's some of the hardest thing is just to keep the attention of the person in the meeting. That's right. They're not here. But if you are, if you know how to be in present time, it will pull them into present time because people want to be. You know, we're human beings who don't know how to be. We think. You know, we think about the past and we worry about the future. We think about the past. We think about the future. None of those things exist. The only thing that exists is right now in present time. And that's how you create your life as a masterpiece. You, uh, you, you, let me ask you this. Uh, you've been around a lot of these top actors. What is it, what is it that they have differently, would you say, or the confidence? What, what are the traits of these top um, actors or actresses that you've seen or coached over the years that maybe lead them to the success, things that they've obtained or they've, they've learned and grown on? Yeah, well, you know, confidence is, is really the number one thing. They believe in themselves. 
They believe they have something to offer. They believe they are more right for that part. You know, like when I coach film stars, they'll send a script. They'll say, should I do this? And then we'll meet and I'll go, well, why do you think you should do it? Or why do you think you shouldn't do it? And we get into, I, I don't answer them because I don't know. It has to be from them, you know? So if they, if they say, well, I'm kind of intrigued with this part of it or that part of the character or this part of the character, when we talk about pieces of character, there are things that are connected to them and they feel personally, I have something to express about this character's self-doubt for instance, because I've had that in my life. And I want to share that. I want to express that through this character. So, you know, I often talk to actors about how are you like the character? How are you different than the character? So this is all self-examination. So if you want to sell a product, you have to first connect to why. And if you don't believe that you have a product that's worthy then you're in self-doubt. You're in doubt. I, yeah, you're, you know, you're not, you're not in good shape. That's for no, sure. No, you're not going yeah, to tell anything to anyone. Like. If you're, if you're, this is what I tell actors, you know, who are auditioning, they want a part, they're young actors. They, they're, they're just starting out, but they have technique. They can do a good audition. It's like, you have to show them you have something for this part personally that no one else has. And when you connect to something personally, you know, you're one of a kind. That's true in any business. I have something, you know, I believe in this and I'm offering this and I'm sharing this part of myself and people will pick that up. That's different. That's something I want. I, I wish I had that in my life. I'll buy the insurance, but I also wish I had this confidence of purpose, this. So is that maybe how can, you know, a, a business leader, or salesperson be an artist in their industry. Is that kind of what you're saying? Becoming an artist in your industry? Yes. Yes. I talk about there is art in everything. There's art in making an egg. If you make an egg in present time and you, you know, you pick up the egg and you think about where the egg came from, the miracle of the fact that this egg was on a farm and, you know, 200 miles away and was delivered. And I bought it at the open air market because it has free range, you know, chickens. This is all in present time, admiring life. You know, I, I, I want to go to these spiritual places that I don't know uh, necessarily that you're your audience will be interested in. But there, one of the things we talk about, like when I just read the benefits of a positive attitude, well, the benefits of a positive attitude are you raise the frequency of the room. So I'm going to go there. I'm going to talk about frequency. You've been around people that have bummed you out, right? You know, they're just kind of bummers to be around. Why? Because they complain and they, you know, say crap about other people and they're just a bummer to be around because they are low vibration and they, th some people thrive on that, you know, drama queens. They just, they feel alive by how much drama they have in their life. And then there are other people 
that seem very positive and very confident and you want to be around them and you want to buy what they have. You want what they have. They are operating at a higher vibration. So in the book, I give a lot of um, exercises on how to raise your vibration. Because if you're a speaker in a room and you come in with a certain high vibration, a belief in life, a belief that we can all do better, you know, a belief in yourself, a belief in your product, people are going to come up to that level. They're going to be excited by it like, like, you know, moths to a light. It's attractive. High vibration is attractive. Not only that, when you practice bringing yourself to a higher vibration on a regular basis, you will begin to manifest your dreams, the things you really want. I talk a lot, there are exercises in there about how to manifest your dreams, which, you know, has so, so which one do you want to talk about? How to raise your vibration or how to manifest your dreams? We're going to wrap up here in a few minutes. Why don't you give us one? You tell me, I mean, Okay. What you're well, saying if, is, I hired a speaking coach one time. I used to call it magnetic speaking, right? Being a magnet yeah. in front of the room. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, but in the end, that's vibration. So, yeah. how do you raise your vibration? You make a list of things that make you happy and you do those things. You literally write down, I love. Now, I gave this to uh, an actor one time and he, he couldn't come up with anything. I mean, the next week I said, you know, honey, you have to give me a list of, of 10 things that bring you joy. It's called a joy list. The next week he came, he said, Jocelyn, I worked on this all week. It's driving me crazy. I have one thing. I go, what is it? He said, golf. And I said, great. Okay, next week I want the other nine. And he goes, I tried, I tried to go to, well, first of all, trying in a dime won't get you a cup of coffee. Second of all, you know, don't try. Start thinking about what did you do as a kid that brought you joy? Did you play baseball? Did you play softball? Did you throw pots? Did you garden? Did you cook with your grandma? You know, what are these things? And the next week he came back and he had a lot more on there. And one of them was softball and he joined a softball team and he has had a blast. And I swear to God, he started putting on his calendar, you make that list and then you put those things on your calendar and you do them on a regular basis and you become a happier person. And that happier person walks into a room and he has a product he believes in your stats are going to go way up. I promise you, but you have to take care of yourself. I like it. I like it. Well, we're going to wrap up the show here. Are there any final thoughts that you want to add to the crowd? Tell them where they can get your book. Um, well, yes, I'll tell them where they can get the book, but Obviously, I would say this. Find out more about you as well. Uh, inside you, there is an artist you don't know about. So the book is about discovering that artist and having that artist or the spirit within help you move your life forward with purpose and in an authentic way. The book is available on Amazon. It's called Artist Awakening the Spirit Within. Here's what it looks like. Those hands, by the way, are the earliest uh, expression of man. I am here, my hand, therefore I am. They're 60,000 years old. They're in a cave in Patagonia. Um, they're pretty exciting. I talk about them in the book. But as a human being, we want to impinge. We want to bring something to the world. And uh, so that's what the book is about. You can get it on Amazon, um, my website, everything is under Jocelyn Jones Studio, um, jocelynjonesstudio.com, 
on Instagram as Jocelyn Jones Studio. We have a 16-part documentary uh, on a masterclass that I taught, uh, 16 episodes, uh, dropping in about a month. Um, that combines the book and actual acting techniques. If you've ever been interested in what happens in a, a, a full-blown masterclass acting class, you know, that this series will answer those questions. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Jocelyn Jones, everybody check her out. You got her information. Thank you everybody for joining us for another show every week, same place, same time, every Thursday, 7 PM Eastern, 4 PM Pacific. We'll see you next week, everyone. Take care. 